This is episode 148 with Anthony Minicello. G'day legends and welcome to Your Life of Impact, where we connect with world-class athletes and coaches, health experts and enthusiasts, inspiring entrepreneurs and community leaders, all to teach you how to tap into your inner excellence. I'm your host, Brett Robbo, and I'm extremely grateful you're joining us today on your impactful journey. Anthony Minicello is one of Australia's greatest athletes, and this is the second time that he's been on this podcast. If you haven't listened to episode number 128, I highly recommend you do, because in that episode, Mini goes into a lot of detail about his powerful story of recovering from serious spinal injuries naturally and using his lived experience to empower all humans to make healthier choices to improve their quality of life. So highly recommend go and listen to it. If you haven't listened to it for a long time, go and listen to it again. There is so much value. So many people have said to me that that is their favorite episode from the podcast because of how much value they could take from it and the inspiration around mini story. In this episode, this is another one of the ones where I'm bringing on the former guests to hear them speak about their experience through this COVID time how they've been affected personally and through their business when the world is put on hold and through these isolation periods. So it's really cool to have Minnie on here, hear him talking about how he, well, it's not cool that he lost his job, but to hear him talk about how his experience of losing his job with the Sydney City Roosters, his experience of losing all revenue from his business, Minifit, which we spoke about in the first episode and we dive into a lot in this episode, And how he's had to adapt and evolve that business and how now it's gone from being uh, the the main thing around Minifit was that it was improving the growth and development of children through physical exercise and education on healthy eating, sleep and hydration. So now what he's done is adapted and, and we used to step into schools to do it. He's now doing it online and it's available for all humans, so children and adults. And as you'll hear... Minnie is so in alignment with my beliefs around the fact that movement is medicine. So you'll hear us talk a lot about that program of Minifit and how you can access it and you can train and he does three live sessions a week online. So how you can train with Minnie online by yourself or as a family. Awesome, awesome way that he's had to adapt and evolve here. We also talk a lot about his beliefs around what is happening in the world right now. I had some questions from you listeners and hit him with those questions around. So we go into a little bit around the fasting again, his beliefs around fasting. So his structure around fasting, his beliefs around longevity and what he does to help himself age gracefully. So we do dive around a little bit in terms of covering stuff around the current COVID climate and also around Mini's life and how he's empowering individuals like yourself 
like me, like all of you listeners, and giving the opportunity for us all to thrive in these challenging times and not just survive or thriving beyond these challenging times. So I'll have everything linked in the show notes, but to follow Mini online, it's Instagram at Minicello001 or Minifit is at Minifit now on Instagram or minifit.com.au. I know you're going to get a lot of value out of this episode. We also did a little bit of Instagram live, so you can check that out on my Instagram where there's the video for about 10 minutes of us doing that and that's going to be, you'll see that popping up a little bit more now as a bit of fun and for you guys to be able to see and be with the guests like I'm lucky enough to be. Also, I was a little bit late to this chat with Minnie, only by a few minutes, but I thought it was going to be later, so I texted him at about 20 minutes to one. 20 minutes before the interview and said, mate, I'm sorry, I'm going to be late. I'm held up at the doctor's with the bub. Uh, Is it all right if we push it back a little bit? Turns out he was sitting with Maddie Elliott, who you've just previously heard on the podcast. And Maddie, I had to do the same thing with Maddie for a different reason the week or a few days before. So Maddie was just giving me the stick and sending me video messages of how unprofessional I am and how pissed off they both were at me. So it was a good bit of fun. So you'll hear us joking about that a little bit at the start, just so you're aware. Okay, now let's hear from the legend himself, Anthony Minicello. Mini, welcome back to Your Life of Impact, mate. Robo, mate. Thanks for having me back on, mate. Uh, Appreciate it. This is great. It's been just under a year since we had you on and... I've had a lot of feedback saying from a lot of people saying it's their favorite episode and I know that you're in close proximity with uh, Matty Elliott right now so I hope that he can hear that a lot of people have said that your episode <laughs> has been their favorite and they mentioned that his was good but the favorite didn't come into it. <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure I'll let him know he's just walked off. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but almost a year, that's, that's amazing. Time flies, you know, when you're uh, having a bit of fun but um, yeah, no, I really enjoyed my time last time we had a chat. We um, seemed like we could chat for even even longer. Yeah, absolutely. And that was the for everyone listening. Um, I said this in the intro too that a lot of people need to go back and listen to it if they haven't heard it or re-listen again because we covered so many awesome topics and a lot of things around nutrition and gut health and uh, not just you know advice or tips around that on things that can work for people, but also you shared your story on how it's helped you overcome injury over time so it's a really uh, valuable one in that way but since then mate in that past year we've seen each other quite a few times in sydney for the change room programs and uh in coffs harbour when we had the night there and i had the tennis balls out we did a bit of a band workout and had the tennis flow and focus drill which is a bit of fun i was talking to maddie about this the other day too and i've got to say that your your uh ex-football knees move a bit better than his ex-football knees (laughs) <laughs> well, he, he was just, he was standing watching us, wasn't he? He didn't want to take part because he thought his knees would blow out. So <laughs> that was a good session, good outdoor session. Yeah, it was a good bit of fun. So, mate, it has been a year, but I tell you what, the last probably six to eight weeks has been the biggest shift globally mm. between since we've uh, been on the podcast together. How has the recent global crisis pandemic and interesting situation how has that affected you personally well yeah it's, i think it's affected um a lot of people in, in different ways but it affected people um huge in huge amounts so especially for my own business minifit was predominantly 
uh, school holiday clinics and school term uh, programs. So as you know, that you can't have groups uh, at the moment. So all those um, both avenues, my school holiday programs and the school term stuff, had all been cancelled. So now during that time, you could um, have one or two attitudes, I suppose. Um, you know, you could be get quite anxious or get upset, but you know that that's that's not me. I'm, I always try and think of uh, what can I get out of it, what can I evolve the business to, and, so, and I've been working from home which has been quite nice actually with the family but i've evolved minifit now into minifit live and minifit on demand through my own website so people can actually train with me 10 to 20 minute body weight sessions no equipment needed uh, train with me from the comfort of their own homes by just logging in and subscribing uh, to my website so that's been it's been great trying to uh, develop and write programs down to get out to um, you know, not just kids anymore. It's these programs for adults and they're, they're kid friendly. Uh, let's try and capture um, people that want to improve uh, their fitness or their health and fitness during this time. So it's been great. Uh, so I was actually going to ask that because obviously MiniFit was designed for the kids at school. So now it's available for everyone. Is that right? So you've got programs for kids and you've got programs for the adults. It's 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 for now at the moment. Minifit Live and Minifit On Demand is for everyone. You know, for families, for everyone that wants to do a body weight session, only ten to twenty minutes long. They're normally about fifteen to eighteen minutes. Um, so you know, my my sort of fitness goals now, having been a professional athlete for a long time, being retired for five years, is you know I love the gymnastics, strength training, and all that type of stuff because I did it in the past. But for for me at the moment, for me now, I want to train every day to feel good every day. Now, how, now how do you do that? Now, short bursts of exercise. Um, so I developed a body weight um, exercise workouts that people can uh, watch on their phone or on their TV and, and do it with me live three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 4.30, or just access a library of workouts on my on-demand um, series or tab uh, where they can train at any, any point. Um, so, you know, for me, you, if you go to the gym and, and do a hard workout, but then you're, you're sore and you can't train the next day, now that's not health or fitness to me anymore. For me, I want to be able to train every day if I want to, but feel good every day as well. You know, challenge the muscles. You know, you feel that muscle soreness or tightness with muscles developing, which is good, but I still want to be able to train if I want to every single day. And, you know, it's, it's been fun um, developing this side of it. And, you know, they're, they're all kid-friendly exercises. They're all body weight. Um, but I want to involve the adults a bit more now. How has the response been? Because what you're speaking about there aligns with the philosophy that I share a lot around movement is medicine and looking at that yep. in many different ways. So, and I believe that no better time than now for you to launch this because when we're, when everyone's now forced to sort of look at their health a bit more and the fact that movement can improve their immune system as well, how has the response been since you've launched Minifit online like this? The response, the response has been phenomenal. It's been fantastic, you know. And um, for me, I'm just trying to reframe people's minds now so that it is for adults and the, all sessions are kid-friendly anyway. Um, so I suppose during this COVID period, um, if this didn't happen, would I have evolved the business into an online model? Probably not because I was so focused on um, getting into schools and I had my holiday 
all-day clinic program going pretty well at that stage with um, certain RSLs and leagues clubs. So I was focused on getting into more schools. Then obviously COVID hit and that's when I had to evolve and adapt because no income was coming in for mini fits. So, and that's what I've developed now. And, and to be honest, growing this side of it could be the, the biggest part of the business as we move forward and come out of COVID. So, you know, it's been, it's been a blessing, I suppose, to um, work on something new and change it up a bit. Do you think now when we do go back to being able to do group sessions that you won't just be going into schools now, you're going to have to go into workplaces as well. But now that the programs are for adults, you'll be a busy man when it comes back in person. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, I, uh, you know, I want to want to grow the online business to hopefully stay online and then uh, eventually go back into the school programs and do the tailored syllabus stuff uh, with the schools. And then, you know, eventually the holiday clinics can come back where, you know, I'm not too sure that's going to be, I think, a fair while away where, you know, we had up to 150 kids in one uh, holiday clinic in a day. So that that's that probably won't happen for a long time. Um, but, you know, I, I'm really uh, focused on growing the online part now, the Minifit Live, Minifit On Demand, and, you know, you know sharing interviews on there in the Lifestyle tab, sharing my story as well. And the, Brilliant. And, stuff that we talked about uh, last year about food and how that has a power of uh, healing and promoting healing in the body. So all those things I've learned and continue to learn, I want to start sharing on my website as well. Perfect. And the fact that, cause I know you go West to do a lot of your programs and if you were to continue driving West another eight hours, you'd be in Cobar where I grew up, which is probably not real feasible for you to do that often. So now it's awesome to know that the people way out West like that and all around the world can be doing the mini fit programs with you and even live, like you said. Yeah, that's right. You know, all I have to do is just jump on the minifit.com.au and they can just sign up. It's two weeks free. So they might as well sign up and uh, train with me and, and if they enjoy it, stay on board. So um, that's pretty cool that uh, you can reach a, a bigger audience being online now. And I think, you know, most businesses have evolved um, during this time to have this platform or certain online platform where it, that could be their, their biggest earner in in years to come when they develop that side of it. Well, speaking of which, because you're actually there with Maddie now and doing some stuff with the change room program. He poked his head through and just was annoying before we took off again. <laughs> I saw you looking up laughing. I thought it must have been that pelican. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to get onto another episode. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> so you, yeah, talking about then about businesses needing to evolve and you're a part of the change room program and Maddie told us about it all and the way that the change room has evolved there. What about for other, I imagine that you're involved with either other speaking engagements or other things like that, where, you know, a lot of that work would have dried up as well. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, I was still um, employed full time at the Sydney Roosters as well. Mm. And at, you know, once leagues clubs closed down, that and we've got five leagues clubs, on our books and they're the, they're the ones that fund everyone's salary in the football club. So, you know, everyone naturally gets stood down. Um, you know, lucky enough, the, the job keeper thing was out. So you get some money in, but at the moment, even if when footy's going back this week, but it's at the immediate football bubble is allowed in the office and, you know, 
you know, the COO, the CEO, and two digital staff. That's that's it because the biosecurity laws on the planes team is um, pretty tough. It's really tight for these guys. So they, they aren't allowed to come in contact with them. They're at one end of the office, the players are at the other end. So in terms of going back into the rooster's office, that could be a fair way off as well. So um, I'm pretty lucky that, you know, Matty Elliott has evolved the change room program into an online model as well. Uh, and, and now myself with Minifit. So those are the two avenues that I've been spending time on. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm pretty grateful that we could actually do that. Yeah, I hadn't actually, I wanted to, I was interested to hear about the Roosters gig. So your gig was just, you were just stood down. I can imagine that there's a lot of other people in your position as well. That Everyone, was, yeah. Every yeah. single person was stood down, you know, probably barring the COO and the CEO. Mm-hmm. Uh, even in, in, every, in, in every single football club, all the 16 teams, even coaching staff stood down uh, as well. So that was because when you, when the football model, um, is all funded by the league's clubs. So every league's club funds the football club uh, and pays the salaries of the staff. So mm. now that all clubs are shut down, because they've been shut down, um, they're not earning any money either. So it was right. just that was what had to happen. Interesting. Right. I hadn't considered all of that. The impact is it, it ripples through so many communities and people's lives that you wouldn't, be able to um, not just predict before all this happened, but also just thinking about the broader picture. It's hard to imagine how much this ripple effect has, has a, like had such a strong impact in so many people's lives throughout the world. Oh, totally. And I think, you know, it's still going to have a ripple effect in probably years to come, you know, it's, mm. you know, the government been great. Uh, you know, we've been pretty lucky here in Australia with our, the numbers of COVID um, that had the, the government package with the job keeper um, salaries getting handed out. You know, what happens when that stops and mm. people don't get their jobs back. So I think when I still feel it, um, you know, months and possibly years down the track, but, you know, again, for me and my own attitude is glass half full. How can I turn a negative into a positive? In, in any challenge, there's always opportunity. Um, that's, that's the way I've always thought um, and that's what I believe in and there's, there's, there's something will come out of it. There's some good that will come out of it if, you're put, if you put yourself in that, in that headspace. Brilliant. I love that. On, on that note, we're going to jump on uh, to Instagram live here. So Minnie, we've just been uh, talking here on the podcast and talking a lot about the, how the COVID period has impacted you personally and, and your business. And what I'd yep. love to talk about now is what we just started to explore is around how um, our views around how it's impacting other people, but also how we view the situation. So something you said there reminds me of one of my favorite sayings by Wayne Dwyer, which is change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. So when we think about that, I love that quote. Yeah, I love it. It's, it's just brilliant and works in so many different ways for um, so many different challenges and adversities in life and even just the small things in life. But one question I'd love to ask you is, do you believe that people can thrive in these challenging times and not just survive? I 100% believe you can. Um, as we were just talking about before, it's, it's the attitude that you go in with. You know, what do you want to get out of it? 
do you find opportunity in these times or do you find threat? You know, everyone has been impacted immensely by COVID um, and what attitude do you take into it? Are you looking for opportunity and trying to evolve yourself, your business, uh, family, whatever it may be, or are you um, fearful? Uh, are you is, is it crippling you? Do, do you get uh, more anxiety or anxious about what's happening in the world? Or do you change that attitude, which, you know, we can change the signal at any point. Um, you know, we have the power to change our thoughts. Do you change that into a positive way to uh, evolve what you need to evolve and come out of this, not as you just mentioned, not just survive, but come out of it thriving? And I think everyone has the ability to have a, a positive attitude and have the ability to try and find any opportunity, I believe, in any um, adversity, there's opportunity that lies within there. Uh, it's just a lesson that um, the world or nature is teaching us. And do you, what about for people who have lost their jobs, for example? Can they still focus on positive aspects of this? How do they see opportunity in a challenge if they become unemployed? Yeah, I think it's always tough when, say, you've known your job for a long period of time and suddenly it gets taken away from you. Uh, what do you do? There's always a anger, upset, anxiousness about the future um, and all that type of stuff. But it's, it's like when an athlete retires. They, you know, when I retired, all I ever knew was rugby league for 18 years. You know, what do I do next? What most athletes do the same. What do I do? I'm starting all over. I'm starting from scratch. I, I, I would say try and find something that you like. Find something that's your passion and develop it into your work. I was pretty lucky because I went through some injuries that coming out of that injuries, I had a passion for health and fitness. So I started MiniFit, uh, started working with the change room program and, you know, working in this space, the health and fitness space, the movement space is something that I love um, to learn about and continue to learn about. Um, so that's, that's now my passion that, you know, people ask me, do you miss rugby league? And I said, no, I don't miss playing. I love watching it but I've got a new passion now. So, and, and it is hard if you have lost your job and you're trying to find your way. Um, but again, uh, looking for opportunity, having a, a positive mindset, you know, and, you know, I think looking after your own health first and foremost with the food that you eat, with um, environmental toxins, getting out in nature creates more cre creativity. That's proven in science now. So doing that, open unlock some certain some thought patterns and maybe change things up for everyone and that's a valid point because regardless of how deeply or superficially we've been impacted by this world crisis we need to shift our mindset to focus on the things that we can control like you said we're already eating and you know the method uh, sorry the the model behind the change room, we're already eating, how can we eat better? We're already breathing, how can we breathe better? We're already thinking, how can yep. we think better that is in more in alignment? And then we're already moving, how can we move better? And you're taking care of that with the, the mini fit programs. We've just unpacked a lot on this podcast too. But I think that um, that that focus aspect that you said, like for people that might be in that stuck mindset of, yeah, it's okay to say focus on your passion but I don't have X, Y, and Z. And it's okay, well, let's focus on what you can control to put yourself in a yep. clearer mindset. So you're making decisions from that 
aligned, cleared, responsive mindset as opposed to that negative, reactive, resentful, reactive mindset? I think it's 100%. What you said there is focus on what you can control and what, what can you control? You can control what food you eat, how much hours of sleep you get, uh, you know, what uh, the breathing, the environmental, what environment you put yourself into. We can control all that. So if we're thinking clear, uh, we're sleeping well, then what's going to come of that? You're going to make better decisions. You're going to have better ideas. You know, if we mope around at home and, you, you, you know, which that happens sometimes, you're not working, you're drinking more alcohol, you're sleeping less, and it's just you're compounding the issue. And then are we going to get any good thoughts or uh, any stimulation out of that? Probably not. Mm, exactly. On a little bit of a slightly different note, do you have any beliefs around why we are experiencing something globally together like this? For example, my belief is that part of the reason, and this isn't to say this is the answer why, but I believe part of the reason is it's just giving the whole world a bit of a shake of consciousness all together all at once to say, hey, the way that we were operating as human beings on this planet isn't actually sustainable. So here's an opportunity to look and explore. And I love that it's also putting people's health first. But do you have any other beliefs around why we're experiencing what we're experiencing at the moment? I think it's a pretty good point. Nature always works itself out, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, but I, I will say this, what I've seen um, during this COVID period is uh, a lot of reconnection with family, a lot of families riding their bikes together, walking, exercising, uh, getting outdoors when they can um, and spending more time with each other, you know? And I think... Uh, for me personally as well, it's been great with my wife and daughter. Uh, we got to homeschool her. Um, we got to walk around the block together. We, we hung out with each other day and night and I, and I loved it. Uh, and now sort of everything's starting to slowly go back and you think, oh, that was such a nice period, you know what I mean? So I think nature is telling us let's take a step back from our stressful lives and really start to get what's important, what's important in life. You know, is it being super successful with heaps of money or is it being uh, a tight-knit family and being happy within, you know what I mean? So that's, that's big for me, you know, being happy from within. Yeah, love it, love it. And it's the same thing that I've witnessed too and I've experienced around that quality connected family time. It's a, a beautiful opportunity that we've all had. Mate, I just want to go back to you said you've been homeschooling. What what do you back yourself as a teacher in what subject is your best? <laughs> Not much, all right. So um, Nutrition. sometimes I did the morning session. So yeah, yeah. Sometimes I did the morning session and I'd, you know, uh, Terry comes down and I said, Oh yeah, I'm, we're sweet. We've done English, we've done maths, it's all done. And Terry goes, Let me have a look. She goes, Did you do this? Did you do that? I'm like, oh, I didn't see that. It was it was so hard because uh, my daughter had five different apps and a worksheet for the day. And I'm, I'm thinking, do they really do all this work in a day's schooling? And it was overwhelming at the start. And then uh, my wife just took over and said, just let me take care of this. <laughs> she's much better at English and, and, How old and math. Your daughter? So, yeah, she's sick. She's in year one. Wow. 
Yeah. And, and yeah. It's, if it's overwhelming for the parents, imagine what it's like for the kids sometimes. No, oh, I know. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, my daughter loves gymnastics, so she'll be off doing cartwheels and we're trying to get her back at the desk. And <laughs> it's quite funny at times. <laughs> there you go. So you would have been the good PE teacher anyway. You would have been doing mini Yeah, oh, as PE. soon as it's PE, it's like, let's go. We're outside. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. All right, mate. We're going to uh, take the, the live down. So thanks for everyone that's um, yep. cool. joined us for that. What I'm actually going to do now, I've got a few questions. I put it out there to my community through Instagram and the, the podcast Facebook group to see if there was any questions. And I tell you what, you made an impact and you've obviously got a name for yourself around the, the fasting and the nutrition aspect because there was a few questions around that. So I know we covered yep. it a lot in the first episode, but we'll go over it a little bit again because first question from Dan Carruthers, who's actually one of the coaches here, he wants to know what is your fasting routine? So I, I don't have a routine which is strictly the same thing every day. So I, I like to give the body variety. You think if you, if you do something day in, day out the same, what, what happens? Say the first month you might get benefit mm. and then the body will just plateau. So my minimum for fasting is 12 hours. So if I finish eating at 8 o'clock last night, 8 a.m., I won't eat till 8 a.m., so at least I'm giving my digestion a rest daily, which is a good thing. Then I can extend that to you know, 13, 14, 16 hours, 16, 8 is a pretty common um, term. Uh, and that's when the body's in fat burning mode, uh, hormones are optimized. And if you extend past 16 hours, then you get the benefits of autophagy, which is self cellular cleansing and healing by the body. Um, so I vary it up. So today I haven't eaten yet. Um, I'll, I'll eat probably later the Savo or even when I get home, I'll go pick up my daughter from school. My first meal will be like four o'clock. Yeah, but so other days, everyone listening, it's 10 to two now. So what time did you have dinner last night? What, how many hours would that fast be for you? I finished, I finished eating at eight 30 last night. So I finished all food at eight 30 last night. So that, this is a decent fast today. Um, but the longer I go, I go into a fast cause I do it regularly the more mental clarity I feel, the more focused I get, the more natural energy comes out. Um, but other days, you're hungrier than others. It's, you're mm. hungrier than other days. It just happens. So, you know, the 12-hour mark's at 8.30 this morning. So I dropped my daughter off at 8.30. If I wanted to go have breakfast, and I, I would if I was hungry. I'm going to meet someone for breakfast, and it's fine because I know I've given myself 12 hours anyway. Um, other days, I eat at 11, 1. So I, I always vary it up, but... The minimum is 12 hours for me. Yeah, I, I agree. And that seems to be where a lot of the research is too. And sometimes I'll think, okay, I'm going to go 18 hours today and I'll get to maybe 14 hours. And I think, actually, I'm quite hungry. And then I think I probably didn't have yeah. as much food yesterday and I was doing more cardio work. So I'm going to listen to my body here. And if, I'm, and if it's That's not it. just my mind That's, telling yeah. me that you think you're hungry, but you really yeah. understand yourself and you know, no, actually, yeah. I do need energy for this. That's the key. That's the key is listening to your body. And when you eat uh, whole fresh food, your body gives you signs. And like, so, you know, even in a fast, you get hunger waves, right? Mm. So the hunger will come and then it'll pass fairly quickly and then you get all this energy. But if the hunger's there and your, your body's just, you know, uh, you know, I think I need food, then listen to your body and, and, and eat food. You know, I'm, I'm not that strict to say, no, nah, I'm going to do this this day. You know, if I'm feeling good and I'm not hungry, then 
I won't eat, you know, and I've got a busy day on then it's fine. Um, but, you know, if you're at the 12 hour mark and you're feeling hungry, then yeah, by all means, have a meal. Yeah, I love that. How often would you do, do you still do it like a 24 hour fast every now and again? Yeah, I throw that in every now and again. Um, so normally I'm can pretty consistently two meals a day and that time varies from, um, you know, from 12 hour mark to the 16 hour mark. Uh, where today I'll probably go pick up my daughter by the time I get home, it's four o'clock and that's, that's almost a you know, 20 hour fast there. So, uh, and that's quite easy for me cause I, I do it quite regularly. Um, so, you know, every, every few months there'll be a extended fast on or, uh, it's just, it's just the heal and cleanse the body. I, I enjoy it. Yeah, nice. And that's the thing, once you ease into it in that way and you, you notice the difference, it's easier then to do the fasting periods because you know how much your body responds and how much better you feel from it. Yeah, once the body, once you do it consistently, the body burns the glycogen. So you're burning sugars, then you switch, it switches to burning fats when you're in a fast. That switch becomes so much easier. So if you're just burning sugars most of your life, then you try and do an extended fast. Mm. Um, you, when the, when the glycogen's burned up and you're trying to burn fat, the, that switch gets quite hard, lightheadedness, dizziness, your brain goes, no, I need to eat, I need to eat. So, you know, the grad, you know, if you're in starting to incorporate some fasting, do it really slowly. Uh, and then once you do it a bit more consistent, 12 hours, 12 and a half hours, 13 hours, the switch becomes so much easier from burning sugars to burning fats and uh, it becomes much easier. So another question, and this one's from actually Dave Issa, who you know, so I was neighbours with him when I was living in, yes. in Sydney. So yep. he's one of the ones that said too, he said my favourite episode for your first one. He said, I'm keen to understand Minnie's view on, he's got about 10 questions in here, on Minnie's view on <laughs> breath work and cold therapy. How often is he drinking bone broth? What's his view on chicken bone broth and your recovery from training because you're training every day. So I know Dave's right into his CrossFit and he's uh, doing really yes, well. Yes, he with is, that. yep. And he said, and any other longevity hacks into anything particular besides following Brett Robbo's hacks? <laughs> So he's yeah, no, there's, a few there's plenty there. of there's, yeah, there's plenty of hacks. Um, so the first one was on bone broth. I you know I can consume bone broth daily if I wanted to. Um, especially the collagen powder, I try to consume daily. And then chicken bone broth every you know it's winter now, so I'm probably having it every two to three days. Um, you know, so that's something where you're repairing collagen in our in our bodies and now as we age our collagen production naturally decreases so you want to replace that uh, i would say with the bones you're using it's got to come from a pastured source first and foremost and then collagen you know you can throw in your coffee if you wanted to throw in your smoothie or just throw it in a tablespoon in a glass of water and it dissolves and you can hardly taste it so definitely the, the collagen powder daily the chicken bone broth over uh like a beef for example, and quality still the same. So coming from really good pasteurized or grass. Yeah, obviously any bones things. that you're using is coming from pastured source. Uh, obviously it has a different flavor profile and a, and a slightly different amino acid profile. Um, I, I, I like both uh, and I like to vary it and mix it up. <clears throat> but my daughter loves chicken. Mm -hmm. So predominantly I make chicken at home, uh, sometimes with a few lamb bones in, mix it up as well. 
Um, so again, the key is variety, having the different types of, um, if you're eating animal products, different types of animal products, uh, but all coming from a pastured source, a healthy and strong animal to start with. Yeah, and we've, I've actually got Ollie. Ollie's been on bone broth since he was four and a half months. So we yep. put it into um, his bottle. And so he transitioned off breast milk when he was about 10 months. He just wanted to go off it. So then we've gone yep. with goats, a mixture of goat's milk and bone broth is what goes into his bottles. Nice. And so how's he going? Made bone broth. Oh, he loves it. Absolutely loves yeah. the broth. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so another part well, of that question. Well, do you have any other questions there? Yeah. Yeah. Around the, um, what's your, do you do breathwork and cold therapy? And in terms of the, 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 those plus the hacks around um, longevity. Yeah. So, you know, since listening to your talk, Robbo and, and, and Nam as well, um, the first thing I do in the morning is oxygenate. So just that nice, deep, rhythmical breathing, uh, diaphragmatic breathing, getting oxygen in my tummy, then chest uh, for a minute. Then I get up and obviously you're mildly dehydrated, so water. And then I, I normally start with a cold shower. Uh, I have I have the I have the Juve light in my bathroom actually, so that's red light that. therapy. Mm. Yeah, infrared and red light um, hanging on the back of my door in the bathroom. So every time I have a shower, I just put that on. And I jump in a cold shower, and even though some mornings it's freezing even during winter, at least I have, a, 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 you know, the start of my shower is cold, whereas it could be only 10 seconds, 20 seconds, but then it warms up and I have a warm shower. But at least I'm getting that cold therapy in. And what I noticed, to be honest, is my immune system has been much stronger from having cold showers daily. And, and it could be only a 10-second cold shower, but at least you're challenging your immune system to improve and get stronger. And I find that... Uh, I haven't even got a slight cold or even a slight sore throat. I can't remember the last time I got a cold, but even sometimes in winter you get that slight sore throat and you can pretty much rectify it straight away. But I've found having cold showers that that, isn't, that even hasn't happened. So I found my immune system being much more robust. Yeah, and there's a lot of evidence behind that. It's funny when I've been over in Sweden in the colder months and doing – uh, the days that I couldn't get into the cold lakes, I would have a cold shower and I tested the temperature and it was six degrees coming out of the tap. So it's bloody cold yep. out of the taps there. That's cold. <laughs> there was a period of time where a lot of people around were getting sick and they and, and one of the Swedes said to me finally, oh, now I understand why you're jumping in the cold water because I didn't get sick at all. And I thought, well, yeah, it's probably a contributing yeah. fact. There's a lot of other things that go to it, but it's probably a contributing yeah, factor. Yeah. yeah, it definitely <laughs> helps out for sure. Can you just elaborate a little bit more on that juve light? Because I know that Dave that's listening, he'll probably get one, but for everyone listening, what they yep. do and why they're beneficial. Yeah, well, first I, I um, listened to it uh, with Ben Greenfield a long time ago last year and you know my brother uh, got one first and he said he really enjoyed it. You know, I found that it optimises hormones and my testosterone improved, maybe not just from that, but I was doing a lot of other things, but I tested myself, blood tested myself a month after I started using the Juve light and my testosterone was higher. So I think it optimizes hormones and decreases more inflammation in the body. Um, and, you know, again, with the red light and infrared light, with repair of skin and nails and eyes and all that type of stuff. Is, and I found that my energy production was 
um, was pretty good after using it as well. So it's just a natural thing now. I have a shower, just turn it on in the bathroom. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I think in terms of longevity, it's that cellular rejuvenation and like you said, that decrease in inflammation and a big part of your message with everything that you do is making sure we're aware of the importance of decreasing inflammation to improve all aspects of our life and especially the longevity aspect. Totally, totally. And when, when you think of like, you know, our, the environment toxins that we're under too, you know, when people don't maybe think about, you know, sometimes poor air quality that we're breathing, bad drinking water, um, you know, if they're on a processed food diet and they're getting less sleep, uh, you know, cleaning products, heavily, heavy toxins in those, even our skincare products and heavy metal deodorants, all these has a toxic effect on the body. And our body is, has the ability to get rid of these toxins. But now as we age, uh, our toxic load and our environmental toxic load is, is increasing. So, you know, who knows? That turns into chronic disease later on in life. So being aware of all that um, will give us better longevity and better health as we age. I think that's a really good point because it's that awareness and also the fact that people think, oh, it's all too much or oh, you're just going overboard and you think, well, no, in actual fact, yeah. if you want to experience life better every day for the rest of your life, it's not like you need, yeah. and it's the same with the food, right? It's not like you have to be absolutely perfect. You can never have a grain of sugar. No. You can never have anything processed. Mm. But the more yeah. that you eliminate those things from your diet and the more that you make it normal that you're not exposed to all of those environmental toxins and it's normal that you're eating high quality fresh food when you are exposed to the toxins or when you do have a bit of that shit food your body can process it much better and it's not having all of the the byproduct long-term effects build up totally totally and you know i always talk about um having a good balance of life so i'm I'm pretty meticulous at home with all my uh my four steps and the food um that i believe in and and the environmental cleanliness of the house and all that type of stuff but, you know, I'd go out and enjoy myself and still have a, a wine or, or a drink or a dessert here or there. That's fine because I know my foundation is strong. Um, so, you know, I, I try to say make your foundation strong at home mm. and then when you need to go out and enjoy yourself, go out and enjoy yourself. Yeah, I love that. That's what I say to people. Don't listen to me if you're looking for perfection in everything that you do because I don't know about that, but I do know about laying the strong foundations. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I will um, wrap it up shortly because I was uh, a little bit late getting on here with you. I'm very mindful of your time and I know I did receive a video good, from you, you and Matty Elliott at the start before starting this because I was a bit late with him the other day too. But um, no, so he, was just, he was just giving you a bit, mate. It's all good. <laughs> he was. He definitely was. Uh, yeah, before we wrap up, um, where can everyone find you? So where's the best social media to learn more about Minifit? Yep and to follow everything there. And then how can I and the listeners help you on your journey? Yes. So my Instagram page is minifit now. Uh, my personal page is minicello001. And people can uh, go to minifit.com.au. If they want to sign up and train with me, the first two weeks is free to sign up. So by all means, jump on board, um, get that offer and sign up and I, I train live three times a week, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 4.30, but there's an on-demand uh, series, a catalog of workouts that you can click on any time and um, I'm going to start populating my lifestyle tab as well. So hopefully you'll find um, this podcast on there and some other ones that I'm doing. 
Um, so yeah, just uh, jump on my website and, and have a look. Brilliant. And I'll link all of that in the show notes for sure. I highly encourage everyone to check out the, the mini fit evolved and adapted uh, side of the business. It sounds awesome, especially the movement is medicine aspect of that. So before we wrap up then, uh, is there anything else you'd like to leave with the listeners or anything that you would like to ask me? Um, no, I, I think uh, this, this time has um, taught us some valuable lessons and, you know, you know, get outdoors where you can and get it in nature and, and that, that really sparks creativity in people's minds and um, that's what it's done for me. And, uh, yeah, I think you, 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 you know, you're up, up to the beach, Robo, so you've got some great, beautiful beaches around where you are, so plenty of creativity flying around there. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Minnie, you're a legend. You're an inspiring leader in the health and wellbeing space that's showing everybody at every level how bringing our choices back in alignment with what it means to be human is how in, in with how our minds, our bodies and our souls truly thrive. So keep shining your impactful light to the world, my man. I appreciate it, Robert. Thanks for having me on again, mate, and I'll uh, see you soon. There you go, legends. Another valuable episode with the man himself, Anthony Minicello. Like I said in the intro, and we spoke about it a little bit in this episode, but if you haven't listened to episode number 128, I highly recommend you do to get a better understanding of Minnie's story and a lot of value around nutrition that we can all take into our own lives. We explored it a little bit there, talking about the fasting and talking about the bone broth, but we go into it in a lot of detail in episode number 128. Make sure you jump online and follow Minnie if you're on Instagram, it's at Minicello001 or at MiniFitNow or jump on to minifit.com.au and you can follow all the links there, all the information to sign up on how you and your family or just you, you don't have to have a family to enjoy this. Remember that you can train live with him a few times a week too. So minifit.com.au And if you like this episode, Please share it around. Please reach out to Minnie and I. Share it on your Instagram or on your Facebook and tag us both and let us know what you liked about it. We love to hear from you listeners and how this value is rippling through different communities. And as always, remember, this is your life journey, your life of impact.